What's up, everybody? This is... Fuck. What is this, Will? This is the Good Anime Palette Podcast. Oh, good save. Nice. But do you know what this is, Will? This is the return of After Dark for the first After Dark of Season 5 of the Good Anime Palette Podcast, After Dark 11. This is going to be released theoretically on Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Days to all the lovebirds out there. While all you guys are, you know, being with your 3D waifus or life partners, Will and I decided to now talk about the 2D waifus because, you know, that's what weebs do. I am your co-host, Jason, and this time I am joined, as always, as usual, just like every other time, with Will over here. What's up, bro? It's good to finally get the ADs back up and running again. I think, how long was it ago that we, we last recorded an AD, like an After Dark episode? Uh, I mean, I can check right now as we speak, yeah. but that was the AD 10 other 10 anime series we recommend, and then we kind of felt like it needed to be rejiggered, so we kind of used some time to really think about it, but guess what? We are back at it again. You know what the funny thing is? What? Exactly one year ago, we recorded a, a, a waifu after dark. Dude. February 2022. What? Really? 87. Oh, the, oh yeah, the Yandere... Bro, the, the waifu best bro. girl war. We recorded that and then released it the day after Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, no, no. So, Will, what you're trying to say is, we knew that this was going to happen all along. We were just trying to play dumb, play the fool, to educate and your, reinitiate your the listener. brain. Is so smooth, Jason. You managed well, to like. <laughs> you, you said this several times. Is this is smooth brain really a good thing? Think about how many wrinkles you have in your brain when you smooth it all out. That's just like streamlined, high octane, beyond galaxy brain thinking. So I am not a hundred percent sure because I actually never checked. It's 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 memed. I mean, honestly, no, 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 like, no. I could I could also be like taking that meaning in a completely different direction yeah, as well. Maybe being a smooth brain actually isn't a good thing. Yeah, because. Um, Smooth brain means you don't ha- you have less brain matter, which therefore means you have less connections between the neurotransmitters, or at least you can argue that at least, which then means you're stupid. Man, you're you're debunking the meme. Look at that. Or maybe it is what you say. It's just you're I mean, you're smooth, also you're, 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 suave, you're, you're just right? using pure science as well to explain the meme too. And uh, if, if if it's to go by like your definition, then sorry, I didn't mean to call you dumb. <laughs> well, I am pretty dumb, but. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, we're going to be going into a, a super like intellectual discussion today because, as mentioned, you know, since we are releasing this as part of Valentine's Day, um, we're going to be talking about uh, some more waifus, some more best girls. Uh, but before that, will smooth brain means a stupid person because it refers to the lack of surface area on an individual's brain. Because the more surface area, wrinkles, creases, etc., that a brain has, the smarter the person is. Oof. I'm sorry. Did not mean to call you a doof. But enough about that. Because Will and I, we patch things up. We yeah, have we've moved past now. We've uh we've 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 gone past our little uh little diatribe yeah. uh preamble because we will now go straight into our first A D topic of season five, A D eleven. 
And uh, just so happens that AD 11, you know, if you are into your sort of Chinese holidays, 1111 is known as Singles Day, but we're doing the polar opposite of that because we're releasing this on Valentine's Day. Part two of the GAP Rose Rumble, also known as the Waifu War, has now commenced. So the last time I think we were just, did, did we do like a, a dare uh, focused Rose Rumble last time? Yes, we did. Yeah, so you this, did yeah. uh, Kudere's, I did Yandere's because we wanted to do each other's favorite dare type. Yeah. But and, and then like when I proposed that we do um, the Sundere oh, and that noise and uh, Dandere one, that, that that just sounds boring, bro. Yeah, it would end up just being like, which one is like the least hated Sundere that you can tolerate? No, it's like which one is the most passive aggressive because that's the most Sundere, and then which one is the most bubbly, which is the most Dandere, and then I'm just like, well, then that's not well, an interesting conversation. Yeah, I feel like if you start talking about like passive aggressive Sundere's, like that you're just moving into Kudere territory at that point. And I don't really want to talk about that. Uh, what was that name of that? Yeah, Yakator- Yakatoro. Yakatoro san. Yeah. No. 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 We, we, we must never say that name. That name must never, must never be spoken on this podcast. But listeners, you might be wondering well, then what is the topic for the second GAP Rose Rumble? And I'm here to bestow upon you this knowledge of. Will and I's individual top 10 anime moms. So that's in contention. And uh, listeners, if you think that, hey, shouldn't you release this on Mother's Day? Yeah, but also we make the rules. So sorry. But that's not sorry. also like, you know, if we do release it on Mother's Day, then it would. It would essentially have to be a lot more wholesome, right? And not to say that we are going to go completely, like, degen mode on this, but... Oh, there'll be a mixture, bro. It'll be a mixture. So that's why we don't want to just, like, you know, release you know, this on one of the most, like, wholesome, like, days of the year. So we don't want to, like, just straight up degen Mother's Day. That, that, would, be, that would be rude. Just to give you a rough idea, um, my birthday's in the month of November. If you minus a certain number of months you might realize that uh, that number would get you into February. So uh, Valentine's Day kids, guys. So therefore, we have the ability, the liberty to be a bit degen is what I'm saying. Um, so, Will. I actually didn't think about that. Yeah, damn. you didn't know that? <laughs> damn. I, I, mean, no, I knew your birthday was in November, but I was just like, what are you talking about? Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you just reverse engineer that, it's like, hmm, hmm. But okay, let's I mean, go. In- I, I was a I was a child of summer loving because I'm in March. So oh, there you go. Uh, when spring has sprung and the seed has blossomed and bloomed into <laughs> a newborn William Wong. Are we going to start this topic or what? <laughs> so let's do start the tradition of the GAP, the thing that we are most well-known for, Will, and that is disclaimers. Goddamn. And I know, definitions. I, I know y'all hate this shit, but, like, or maybe you like it, but either way, like, we, we have to do it because... Like, we lay down the ground rules so you guys don't at us for every single thing that exactly. we Exactly. What we we're do. saying is going to be controversial to some, or, you know, people are going to, you know, pick apart what we say and be like, no, you're completely wrong. Like, we don't agree with what your opinion is on this particular mom. You got this whole list all fucked up. Like, Oh, this, this but is, if you yeah. saw season six, then yeah. you would really understand that your opinion is invalid. 
but yes. okay. It's it's a it's like there, there's so many like characters to go over in the whole landscape of anime that like to just talk about ten of them on both sides, like it just plus honorable mentions. But yes, even then, right? Like if you throw it, let's say like we have like a total of twenty each, even right? Like that's still like such a small amount of possible characters you can talk about. So clearly, what we're going to say isn't going to sit pretty with some people. That's why we have to do these disclaimers to make it so that we are not trying to make this us comprehensive. This is not like a de facto list. This is just how we feel in this very moment and all the weeks that we had planned this prior to the recording. So, hey, like also, don't, don't shoot us for it. Also, it just shows like we actually try to factor in as much of these due diligence as we can. So, uh it might be stupid to say this, but the list is subjective based on Will and Mai's opinion. Please don't at us. Say we're wrong, which is what Will just mentioned. Obviously, as Will also mentioned, it is not comprehensive. We didn't watch every single anime under the sun to be able to give you the most definitive list ever created. But this list is definitive as of this recording for the both of us. We'll likely have our list shifted here and there, but we're trying to get you the best definitive list as like you know prior to recording also we will try our very best to avoid spoilers but if it does come up we will sort of maybe have like a couple of seconds of like silence or break and we definitely will timestamp it or something just to like let you know so then if you really don't want to know you can avoid it because the last thing we want to do is to ruin it for you so then you don't watch or talk or appreciate the shows that we mentioned on this list. Yeah, we might even throw in like a spoiler tag in the timestamps just so that, you know, if, if you see there's a spoiler coming up, then you can just skip that part and move to the next one or up to you, right? Like sometimes people don't really care too much about, about spoilers. Just listen to the whole damn thing. So our list is broken down into two parts, the bottom five and the top five. It's not really ranked per it's not, se yeah, it, it's more just like for formatting issues really. right but i for me personally my bottom five is is lesser like, quote, in, quote, like lesser. interchangeable right like the 10th ranked one could you know eventually become like the sixth the whatnot yeah but like when you start getting to the the latter stage right the, the top, top three, five those, those the top ten, three yeah. those tend to be a bit more like fixed in their position and it would be it would require quite a lot of controversy or character developments to shift those uh those positions all right now that the disclaimers are out of the way let's go into the second part that we are known for the definitions which is also very simple what's uh, an anime mom dude uh an anime mom is a 2d fictional character usually animated okay and uh what is the dictionary definition of mom or mother Man, i can't uh, believe we have to go through this <laughs> the web <laughs> it's simple look listen look i'm not gonna bore you on this moms they it's just like we basically split – I don't know about you, Will, but for me, my criterias are can be split into three broad categories, okay? The MILF, basically mature sex appeal. Mother, like maternal instincts and affection. And like a spouse, basically, romantic attraction. That's really how I based off of all my choices. What about you? Mine, mine are just mums that like I like really. I'll probably go into more detail as to why I like them. Some may be more onto the the whole wholesome like motherly affectionate kind of 
choice. The other ones might just be a bit more like, you know why I picked this one. You know, like, you know why. So there might be some doujinshis. There might be some. Might be. There might be. Bro, I'm pretty sure every Bruh. single one of my characters has been. Maybe one, maybe one of thirty four. Well, actually, no. There's a couple that, like, if you do a dingy of them, like, the fuck is wrong with you? That's okay, fucked up. Okay, well, well then, let's start with your number ten pick, essentially. My number ten pick, and again, I think like Jason has a more sort of like fixed idea of which moms rank in which areas. Mine's a bit more free flow. I never really think about like, oh, this is like top tier mom, whatnot. Um, because you're too smooth brained, right? Yeah. Damn. I smoothed out like my whole ass brain just to, you know, put this list together. I, I think they just threw a bunch of names and then decided, you know what, I'll go talk about this. Um, well who who cares? These are anime moms. They're all fucking awesome. We love all of them, right? Yeah. So, uh the first one well the the tenth uh that uh, I wanted to talk about here is uh, Sanae Furukawa from Clanad, specifically Clanad After Story. Uh, essentially plays the you know as the mother of one of the main characters in the After Story part of Clanad. The reason why I picked her is because this is the more like motherly, affectionate pick. It's just clear that if you wanted to have like a good example of a parent in anime, and you know that like in terms of being a parent in anime, goddamn, your job is absolutely fucking hard. Um, but uh, Sanai is is wholesome, sweet, caring, loves to make bread. That's something I like. <laughs> you know? You, you know it, it, so, so, so she's not the breadwinner, but she likes to bake, well, right? They, well, well, to be fair, the family runs a bakery, so... <laughs> So she is a then she better be she, good at fucking she, baking. She, she is a breadwinner, to be fair. Does she shake and bake it though? Uh, not much shaking, not much. I wouldn't put her in that kind of dude. That's fucked up. She's she's come on, man. This is the wholesome pick. Don't shake and bake, Snae. So you need to get around to watch. Watch you know, I I, I no. I'm not forcing you to watch Clanet because I know why you don't want to get into watching it. I I don't want to break down in a depressive state for like three weeks i i will not stand for people shitting on clanad and clanad after story maybe clanad a bit i get it because it's like a whole 25 episodes of why am i even watching this it's not that the score is bad or anything it actually is a a pretty decent anime but then you have to watch a whole damn season just to get to the good part and after story is like fully worth your time for sure so to watch the whole thing all together i i'm i'm glad i did it because it's just one of those things, like, wow, Clan After Story is super highly ranked on my anime list, but, like, why is the first, like, why, why, why is the first part, like, so low in comparison? Um, but, yeah, it's just because After Story has some of the more wholesome, uh, but also very tragic stories in there, too. So, yeah, she's, yeah, so just back on tonight, she's compassionate, reliable, kind, um, and I think just like the whole like story that develops throughout after uh, the whole story that develops during after story, um, she's Wait, just, she's it just develops a pillar after after yeah. story or during after story. There is an after story to after story as well. Remember, this is all all based on a visual novel too. So depending on which route you go, there is a before story, an after story, and then after the after story, there's another after story. Spoilers. 
not really. How's, no, how's no, that I'm, a spoiler? It's I'm like, trolling. I'm trolling. Pe- people damn know well that like with a fucking visual novel, there's never just one ending. Yeah, and and you're not really revealing any plot points. So yeah, yeah, that that's completely fair. So that is your number tenth pick, right? Yep. So my number tenth pick is based off of the novel of the same name by Tomihiko Morimi. Oh yeah, the 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 writer for Tatami Galaxy. I forgot about that. Mm. Uh, the anime premiered in summer of 2013. There are two seasons, both produced by PA Works. I watched it for my third cleanup. I think it is the anime is it, the eccentric family, and it is none other than the mom raccoon known as Tosen Shimogamo. And uh, the thing that I like the most about this character is several things first of all she is definitely the the more affectionate type the more caring type and when you are the mom that has to juggle between like all several of your sons all having different characters and personalities and just causing hijinks and you just need to like get shit together and get your own shit together and then also have a persona that is somehow really good at playing pool, like billiards. It's kind of cool. It's kind of dope. We're not going to be doing this where it's like the bottom five are the wholesome, affectionate moms, and then the top five are the ones we want to bang. Not, sil- not, not, not that far off. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, what, no, mm. there is no connection of that sort. That, that's silent. No, that silence is no, telling. nothing. Nothing. Nothing of that sort. Will, but um, mom, mother raccoon is pretty dope. You know, uh, she's also afraid of lightning. That's kind of like uh, a thing. And uh, I thought that was kind of cute and kind of like gotta protect her at all cost type thing. So, she's my number tenth pick. Nice. Okay. Straight off the wholesome one. Uh, I've got another wholesome one to choose, actually. Number nine. I got Kobayashi from Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Um, What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, that checks out. That actually checks out. That checks out. In in the sense, of course, she's not, like, actually, like, the mother of the dragon. No, it's a surrogate mother, though. Yeah. It's a surrogate mother. Exactly. So she... she Not evil stepmom, though. Surrogate mother. She does provide that, like, she provides the shelter, the love, the care education teaching these dragon maids to actually act a little bit more in their human forms and not you know disrupt normal society and um i mean she, she's a fucking weeb dude well weeb otaku because no, not really it's the his her co-worker is more of the weeb idol true true actually i yeah, know you're right no, that, that guy is she's is, just is like the i'm a cosplayer kind of boring ish but i want to have a family and I'm level-headed, she's, and I'm really good at programming. She's extremely vanilla, for sure. But that's not necessarily a bad thing in this case, because it was with with all the insanity that happens throughout uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, it's it's actually nice to see someone who is a little bit more calm, relaxed, laid back, and actually be able to take in the insanity that is of like these super powerful dragons that could destroy all of japan in one go but don't get us wrong listeners uh kobayashi-san is fucking badass because despite you know living with these mythical crazy powerful beings she also stands up to them 
That's the crazy thing, too. And uh, stands up to these people or creatures or forces that can really fuck shit up and fuck her up. Yeah, she don't take no shit, for But sure. she's like, on principle, or when push comes to shove, I'm going to fight for the people I love and care about, regardless of whatever happens or whatever I'm up against. And that is a sure tell sign of a protector and definitely a surrogate mother. So I, I actually forgot about her. My bad on that. I mean, again, right? Like, they, we're only choosing 10 characters. Like, how are you going to... There, there are so many that, like, I I feel bad about leaving out, but I have to. Just because of the format of the recording. Do you know what series I also forgot for a long, long time? And I kind of remembered now. Is that the one you picked for your ninth yes. anime mom? Yeah. What, what, what's the series? Do you remember a show called Naruto, Will? <laughs> Do you remember that there was a show about ninjas and that ran for a long time called Naruto? But actually, I'm not talking about Naruto, actually. I am talking about Boruto, which is based off of the manga of the same name by Mikio Ikemoto, who did the art, and Yuko Kodachi, who did the story. The anime is produced by Studio Piero since spring of 2017. You're fucking kidding, right? You picked Hinata? Hinata... Huga is my ninth pick for best top 10 moms. Let me explain why. You have to understand the growth and development that Hinata was in Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, and then now Boruto. And I hated Hinata. Like, really. Like, I just... I'm not to say, like... I hated her with a vengeance, but I understand like her archetype and it's a good, very good archetype of that sort. It's just like personal biases aside, right? And I'm just like, okay, she's learning, growing up, whatnot. And when she finally grows the fuck up and becomes a mom, badass ensues. Just takes no shit. Just actually like just matures the fuck up. And uh, I kind of dig it, especially when your, I don't know if I want to say that, but let's say uh, Naruto, right? Your family just handles everything like a mom would, but also have the grace and warmth that past Hinata would have, but also those eyes, man. Have you watched any of Boruto? Uh, uh, I watched YouTube clips just to confirm my suspicion, and uh, I'm pretty sure that that's my suspicion. Okay. Because they did the biggest disservice to her by making her absolutely useless in Boruto. Well, yeah, but she's like a mom. Oh, oh, is that... Do you really want to go out and say that? No. That because she became a mom, that's why she's useless? No. God damn, man. Sakura's useless. Jason. Sakura's This is useless. someone's mom you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, Boruto. But I tell you what, your mom's pretty badass, in my opinion. I thought you were going to say your mom's pretty hot. <laughs> She's also pretty hot. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I mean, no, it is a good pick, though, because she needs to keep the family together because of how shit a father Naruto is, despite being an awesome Hokage. Oh, spoilers there, too. Oh, fuck. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Wow. As if you didn't see that coming from a fucking mile away. Yeah, Naruto's a Naruto's still a piece of shit. <laughs> Wait, did you know that Boruto is Naruto's son? Spoilers. Yeah. 
It's also named for a food, too. Really? Burrito. <laughs> Do you know what the name for Sakura's daughter is? Sarada, for salad. Listen, look. I watch YouTube clips so I can watch the bare minimum to reach a level of understanding and comprehension, okay? I didn't want to watch a lot of it at all. People are getting hyped about it, though. It, it, it seems to be that, like, it's starting to, quote-unquote, get good. But, again, like, I, I've, I've already watched, like, everything from the beginning of Naruto through to Shippuden. I don't need to, like, do Naruto 2.0. So, sorry, Baruch defense. Bleach, I'm, on the other hand, yeah. though, we might go into Thousand Year Blood War, but that's a separate thing. Okay, well, I don't know. That's a, there's a lot of stuff I need to catch up on before I even get to that arc, so... Yeah. That that whatever. I, I I don't know if I will. You 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 can go for it. <laughs> Have you seen my my on hold list, Will? But uh, you should not put on hold the number eighth pick. So what you? Oh, number nine. Sorry. What you what you got? Uh oh. Number nine. I really did number nine. Kobayashi. Oh fuck! God damn it, Jason. Okay. Every time I need to have a blunder, so then we're we're good. Okay. Now we're good. Number eight. Number uh, eight. This is also a classic anime series. Not that, not super classic. Um, does have two versions. One which is the regular version, and one which is the Brotherhood version. Izumi Dude. Curtis. Who's this character? Izumi Curtis, who is the you know the one where she's an alchemist, lost her son or her child, mm-hmm. tries to do the whole mm-hmm. equal exchange thing. Mm-hmm. Ends up the law lose- of equivalent exchange, yes. Ends up losing her organs. Yes. And uh, essentially is not necessarily like a surrogate mother, but like acts as like a motherly figure too. It's like a um, kung fu master, but more basically, right? To the two brothers. Because they, she actually genuinely cares almost like a mom would towards these two like she treats him as own son it's it's tough love but at the same time like she does it because like she doesn't want them to get picked on and in the world of full metal alchemist it it's a tough world you know it's you you could die for a lot less and she doesn't want you know the two brothers to go out and like just get smoked so one of the trainings was like literally like here's a knife survive in the woods for a night by what's well, on night is like a week right or something it was a week yeah but, but yeah so basically it's just like just threw them out in the wilderness and then come back when you're done have fun right uh one thing i will say about her is that her loving romance with her husband is kind of super wholesome it's so cute it's so wholesome which is really funny because when the when you see the husband's like demeanor and appearance you're just like Okay, this guy's gonna fuck me up, but no, no, no. He's actually like quite lovey-dovey and like you know quite fluffy kind of person. So I like that pick a lot. It didn't make my cut though, so it's unfortunate. There's a part where like I think it, it, okay, spoiler, but you know it's been so long you must have watched it. There's a part where Izumi fights greed, and during that fight she screams at him, "I'm a fucking housewife," and I was like, "Yeah." Fuck yeah, you're gonna fucking beat this guy's ass. Oh my god, I fucking love Izumi. It's it, again, it, it's it's like her role as like the mother, the tutor, the guardian of Alphonse and Elric. Yeah, is, I think guardian yeah. is the most appropriate term yeah. I can think of. For, it was born her. out of tragedy, right? Like she lost her child, they lost their mom. All and- for doing the same, kind of the same thing. And so they have that shared connection. Like it's like 
basically like desperation and an act to try and bring their 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 loved ones back but ending up like take, making like the biggest mistakes in their lives and they have to pay for it so that's why the, the, that, that little support network in this kind of artificial family it's it's it, it's just really wholesome to watch in such a fucked up anime also because the fact that her organs are removed means that she is quite frail in some ways despite being very powerful and no longer able to bear children and she still decides to do all the things that she does in the anime is very heroic and very motherly and caring of sorts for sure all right well it's time to go back to school though what school days my hero academia god damn i I cut her out immediately but okay go for it inko midoriya which is the mom of Deku. It is very simple. When I was thinking about all the moms in the pantheon of anime, what came to mind, one of the things that came to mind, was the very first episode of My Hero Academia Season 1. And the amount of emotions that Mommy Deku had to go through, or you can just see the look that she the just like she really feels for Deku's kind of predicament in the very, very beginning of My Hero Academia. And she just really loves her son. That's simply it. And she is just like not very powerful in the grand scheme of things, but she is probably one of the most powerful moms such that it has made my top 10. And you don't underestimate a person's love, regardless of their quirks or not, or their powers or not. Uh, she was a very wholesome mother. I don't know. I, I I feel like in comparison to the ones that I have on my list, it, she just didn't even make honorable mentions but i can understand like why people i mean you hear the rest of them you'll understand why again this is a very hard list to put together yeah i mean i also think like the full male alchemist pick and kobayashi was extremely solid picks that i actually forgot or like wasn't even really within like my radar so yeah you know to each their own right very much so um number seven for me was um excuse me uh quite straightforward um because as soon as i it it wasn't so much that like i found a loophole because this actually is like a real mom um i had to go with uh shiki yugi from uh garden of sinners now you're probably wondering why i watched a whole damn thing when when the hell did she become if you watched part nine mirai fukuin she does have a daughter called mana Y- y- yes and and the thing is it's like that's the only reason why she's in the list she is she doesn't really show any like characteristics of being a mother at all throughout the series like you no, you but but you hear mana talk about her mom a lot yeah but i'm, a, I'm not here to talk about mana right like okay no. yeah i'm i'm here giving my perspective of shiki as a mother and not what i think mana like like sees in her mother yeah because she has heavy heavy biases towards her mom exactly right like you you don't go against your mom i mean dude like it's it's shiki right you say anything bad about her she'll fuck you up probably not right with the daughter to be fair like when the more we watched 
Shiki like throughout Garden of Sinners. It's just very clear from the first couple parts, right? Um, especially parts one through four. You're just like this, this woman's just relentless, just just straight stone cold blooded killer. Then you watch part five. Oh God, which was oh my God, like what? Probably one of the best. Can you even call it an episode? Cause no, because it, it's a fucking movie. Yeah. We're talking about part five, uh, the spiral paradox or something. Such a fucking good part. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, like, that top, movie is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, top five of all time for me, for sure. So that's what it's like. We may do like more specific like episode slash movie analyses in the future. Um, spiral paradox would definitely feature in one of those episodes. For sure, like I, I don't necessarily mind like chilling or talking about this like more just because we've talked about Garden of Sinners multiple times. And I know it's super hard to get your hands on it because it doesn't stream. We were lucky to be able to get DVDs for them, but uh, do you remember DVDs, listeners? Uh, we do because we used it. Do you know what a CD drive is, listeners? Do you know what an MD drive okay, is? Okay, an that, MD player okay, is. That, that now, now we're getting into some real niche territory. Damn, MDs. I never actually used one. I had an MD player, but I never actually bought mini discs. I did, though. What do you call mini discs or media discs? Mini discs. Okay. Because they're a disc that is smaller than a CD. Yeah. Small. Well, yeah. So mini is smaller than compact. Compact is larger. Because compact disc is CDs. Yes. Mini disc is smaller. But is there a difference between being compact and mini? Like, would you separate it from the disc format? I don't know, Will. <laughs> but so, since yeah. we're going back in time, I have decided to stay in, the, in 1989 to 1996, probably one of the most well-known animes and mangas of all time, which is based off of the manga series by Akira Toriyama. My number seventh pick comes from Dragon Ball anime, which is Dragon Ball Z, produced by Toei Animation. Android 18 is my number seventh pick for top ten moms. For very simple and great reasons. Number one, Kudere. Is Android 18 a Kudere? Done deal. Moving on to the next pick. No, no, no. <laughs> fuck it. You got to give me this platform, bro. Um, does she have a redemption arc? Check. Does she have an actual relationship with another character? And that spans the test of time. Check. Does she actually develop somewhat of a personality and mellows the fuck out? Also loves her daughter to, sh- to shiznits. Check. So... What else is there to say? Will, what else is there to say? I'm not saying anything now. Exactly. That's right. Um, I just really like Android 18. Probably my favorite Dragon Ball Z character besides Trunks. Yeah. Not Piccolo? No. Not Vegeta? No. Not Cell? No. I'm, I'm just throwing out all the other names. I, I, I have not watched Dragon Ball in a long fucking time. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 those are like my Android 18 favorite character of all time. Fight me in no. Dragon Ball Z. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not fighting you at all. I'm staying away from Dragon Ball. Um, so rounding off the bottom five, and this is a we're going through this fast. This is a travesty on my side, actually. Oh fuck! Um, because 
she doesn't make a top five, unfortunately. And her life itself is a travesty, too. Goddamn. Um, we gotta talk about Violet Evergarden. Fuck you. I knew this was coming. Oh, Clara Magnolia. Okay, just... Her just... story was... Ugh. It's, again. Oh, spoilers. Five, four, three, two, no, 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 it's... no, 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 no. It's episode 10. Just watch episode 10. We don't want to spoil it. We don't want to spoil it, right? Episode 10. Just watch it. Bro, it's great. The series came out like five years ago. But, 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 but it's great, bro. Just People just... know about Violet Evergarden now. We have people that we know that have yet to watch Violet Evergarden. Well, that's too bad because this is my podcast and your podcast. I want to do what I want to do. Okay, and okay. I so count down, ca- count down from I five. Did, I counted five already. Now, now you are deep in spoiler territory. You, you're still listening to this. You already know this is spoiler territory. So... Um, a little bit of history. Uh, Clara came from a very wealthy family. Oh, you know, oh okay. Yeah. Raised as an elite woman. Has a daughter named Anne. Fortunately. No, no, no. Anne. Uh, Anne. Anne. <laughs> Clara. Anne. Anne. Anne Magnolia. No, no, no. No, it's just Anne. And then Anne. Tanjobi omedeto. And then Anne. Oh, how old are you now? Oh, Juhachi Sai. Oh. On. Oh, wait, what's happening to me? Oh, I can't see the screen because there's tears coming down my cheeks. So Clara's part in uh, episode 10 was uh, she essentially hires Violet to write letters for her um, be to send over to An. Now, An has no idea what those letters are. It's a very, like, sort of, like, distant family dynamic because, you know, like... I mean, Tough we're, shit. we're spoiling it, right? Yeah. So basically, Ahn thinks that her mom, when, like, she is, like, really young, is abandoning her to write all these letters for, like, fucking weeks on end and is not spending time to play with her despite being her being sick. But she doesn't really have a good idea of how sickly she is. Turns out it's terminal. Um and then it turns out, Will, since you mentioned it, you would you do the honors of the r- reveal? Yeah. So basically, you know, and just like, no, like, fuck you. I hate you. Why are you spending so much time working on this? And as any mother would, they would just put down the work and, you know, caress their, their daughter and, you know, calm them down. Instead, no, she decides that she needs to finish this work no matter what until the day she dies. And Anne just just basically does a lot of self-blame, also blames her mother for working so hard for nothing. And luckily, Violet being there, uh, the emotionless robot that she is, uh, actually manages to calm her down, letting her know that, you know, this death was through no one's fault, that unfortunately things happen for a reason. And, you know, Anne manages to, to calm down. Then she starts opening the letters and finding out that throughout this whole time, Clara had been asking Violet to write letters for her for the next 50 years over her birthday, just so that even though she's not there, she knows that the mother is watching over her no matter what, and then ensue the tears, because goddamn. And then Violet Evergarden breaks down finally at the very end of that episode, and it is just the most like heartbreaking emotional kind of just i don't know like i'm just thinking about it it's just getting me like all worked up you know and i just do you remember the name of that episode will uh 
the word letter is in there, right? Nope. No? It means a loved one will always watch over you, episode 10. Yeesh. And that title card shows up at the very end. And it is just like... It's just really good. This is... I think Violet Evergarden episode 10 is probably one of the best singular episodes I've watched in my entire anime career. And probably forever, honestly. When you go Violet Evergarden episode 10 to people and they get it, they you just cry. You just cry. And then you hug each cry. other and cry. That's really it. Uh, just but, but, but it is a tragedy, right? The fact that like, for even for me, like I couldn't put Clara in my top five, but she is in my top five. She's number five. Okay. So fuck you, Will. I mean, it, 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 it close enough. This, close it enough. It took this long for us to actually have a crossover, right? Yeah. The, like my four picks and then your four picks, nothing crossed over yet. I, I I'm kind of actually interested to see what your sixth your sixth pick is now. My sixth pick is based off of the light se- light novel series of the same name by Yuyuko Takimiya, who did the story, and Yasu, who did the art. The series is licensed in English by Seven Seas Entertainment. The anime premiered in fall 20... 2008. JC Staff. It is Yasuko Takasu from Toradora, the mom of Toradora. So, let me break it down. When a tragedy happens within the family and you need to take care of your child, you will do whatever it fucking takes. Even if you have to do things that are, let's say, a bit, you know, not great. And when your education you know your le- your edu- your level of education and qualifications are also not great. What can you do? I mean, her her situation of becoming a mother was born out of like a really terrible situation. So she, she kind of got forced into it, right? And then on top of that, you do really love your child, and you also want to spend Ryuji, time. Ryuji, is it? Yeah, is yeah, it? yeah. So you do want to spend time, and just. The sheer amount of effort that Takasu, mommy Takasu does, is just very, very commendable. Like, it's like hero mom or hero, like parental heroicism, heroism. And there is a very scene that I remember where, uh, towards pretty much the very end of Toradora where she basically does something that is probably not a good thing to do let's just say and it is this wealth of emotion because leading up to that you kind of understood why you may not agree with it but at least you could be like well shit like it's just a really shitty situation, but she's also very charismatic throughout the whole series, and just her bubbly personality, her caring heart, it's just really nice, and she's just a woman, out of circumstances, decides to woman the fuck up, and be a mom, 
and try her very best to provide for her children. How can you not love someone like that? And we got some really wholesome picks for the first five each. I I, I thought about it, but then it's also like, because I haven't finished Toradora, um, so it was kind of hard for me to throw her into the mix. Yeah, and I didn't want to say the spoiler because I know you haven't finished it, so. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, I, I know enough. And, 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 again, it's like, even if you spoiled this for me, it's fine. But I understand you don't want to spoil it for the listeners. Yeah. So, shall we go into a break? Or should we just go, like, you know, full steam ahead and talk about some more moms? So we don't have a break is what you're saying. No, I'm asking if you want to have a break. Well, should we put a break just to order food? Yeah, let's do that, actually. Yeah, why yeah. not? We'll have a lunch break, and then we'll go into the top five anime moms for Jason and I. It's going to be tough i'm pretty sure we're going to have a lot of crossovers with this part i'm pretty sure as well at at the very least two because i mean there's already been one so on top of the one uh, uh, i would say okay so i'm not making any bets okay i'm not i'm i'm not making any bets here and we can't see each other's list okay so my number five was clara from violet evergarden right so technically there's only four more right yep i would say there's a very good chance that three of the four is going to be the same not in the same position, but the same. I'd say two. Okay. But close enough. Let's let's figure it out when right. we get there. And we'll figure it out for lunch as well. we'll sushi, catch you right? Yeah, sushi. Welcome back to the second half of today's After Dark episode for the Good Anime Palette podcast. We just finished our lunch. Hopefully you also had your lunch or dinner or breakfast or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, it's still Will, still Jason. How are you doing, my guy? The salmon sushi is pretty dope. We had a lot of salmon. A lot of salmon. It, 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 it was just funny that like when they brought it back, it was just a whole, like literal a whole like palette of fucking sushi rolls and all of them were just salmon the thing was heavy as well it was at least like two maybe even three pounds of just sushi rolls but very very enjoyable it was very enjoyable but what is going to be even more enjoyable is us rounding out our top 10 list and also honorable mentions as well but would be now our top five uh anime moms so uh as we mentioned before, these are not necessarily in order, although the top five, and for me at least the top three, are kind of in order. Uh, so, Will, do you want to go for Actually, because here's the thing. Your number six pick was uh, the Violet Evergarden Lady. Clara Magnolia, which is your number five. Right. So right. we've harped on that and kind of talked a lot about it before the break. So uh, maybe you should go with I mean, your... nothing's changed in terms of our opinion, right? Like, just because yours is fifth, mine's sixth, like, she's still a great mom. Also, it's like technically right next to each other in terms of placement, right? So it is really uh, the same shit, different day, best possible way type kind of deal. So, yeah, I agree. She's pretty dope. This is going to be the hard part now because oh, now na- now we have five. And like, there, there's going to be one or two names that are missing from this list that like you're probably going to be wondering, what the fuck? Why did you leave that person out? Wait, so... The listener saying what the fuck, or I'm saying what the fuck? Probably you too. It, it, it could go either way, right? I mean, like, I know there's going to be some characters that you don't have on your list. I'm going to be like, 
bro, Jason, why did you leave that person out? Dude, I was kicking myself over the Fuma Alchemist pick and the Kobayashi pick. I thought, like, I until they didn't cross my mind. And they, they were they're legit good picks as well, right? And I'm I'm happy I have them in my list. Regrettably, but, yeah. I, sh- I I should have had it on my list. I but both, I'm sure you no but, no no no. Kobayashi know? probably would be on that list, but not. But Izumi would easily like make honorable a, mention, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah probably yeah, yeah. likely. So, so again, because I didn't have these like listed in order, I kind of just you know said a bunch of names and then hopefully it makes sense where they are. Are they in the top ten though? Uh, they're, they're they're still in the top ten, of course. Well, right? there you go. So the next five are kind of like that, though. There's probably going to be like one, maybe even two that like clearly stand out at the top of my list for me. Um, starting off at number five, uh, this one was I had a quick discussion with you earlier about it, about whether I should or should not have this character in, uh, but I decided to take this person into the list and remove another one out. Um, this is the uh, the main character from the movie Wolf Children. We're talking about Hana, the one one of the greatest mums of all time, really. Um, I only watched this movie. I'd say that what like six, seven months ago, or at least like when we were doing that, uh, that uh, Hosoda um, ep- uh, episode. Which one is it? Will eighty eight? No. Which one was it? Six. Damn it! That was the next one. Was I guess? No, totally wasn't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you know which eighty eight is? No, Ghost in the Shell. Explains why I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. Okay. But uh, enough about the different ADs we've done in the past. Uh, let's talk more about uh, Hana from Wolf Children. So I didn't expect to have this character on the list in the first place because it was just hard to choose between like I had like fifteen, maybe even twenty to pick from in the first place, and I had to condense it down to ten. But then the more I thought about, so like, you did the Jason. Rather yeah. than the will. Yeah, no, I just wrote down a bunch of... I literally just wrote down, like, a bunch of names and said, okay, you made the cut, you made the cut, you made the cut. By the time I got to, like, the eighth or ninth picks, though, that was when I was just like, oh, shit, this is actually, like, the hard part now. Like, yeah, there ain't enough room in this it, parking it, it, lot, It was right? so easy to just pick, like, five or six of them, right? But then the seventh pick came, eighth, ninth, and then the last one, just like, oh, wow, I actually don't have enough space for this character or that character hmm. so I had to start like min maxing things like like oh this person did that much and that person did that much and that's how I ended up just deciding you know what let's just put Hana in the list because, so why does yeah. Hana make the list will I, I think we're, you're, you're starting to find a a trend okay and this is obviously another like spoiler well, spoiler esque, um, but she or finds f- herself becoming a mother in the most like unplanned and like unfortunate situations. Mm-hmm. Literally, just one day decides you know to live her life, then finds someone or something, takes it into her care, finds out that you know she's actually madly in love with them, and they just disappear. Not th- not to say that like oh the I'm just gonna go grab some milk and never come back. Literally like it, the this it's game this love, over. This love interest ends up meeting their unfortunate, untimely demise and has left Hana to you know take care of herself, but also t- with the two children that she well, she bore with uh with this love interest. Now the interesting thing with this being from a movie titled Wolf Wolf Children is that the children of Hana 
is not exactly a hundred percent human. Yep. Theref- Evolution, baby. Well, sure. Uh, therefore, uh, there are certain con- things, and, and there's a very kind of scene that, in my mind, is very memorable, but not necessarily because of emotional impact or anything. It's just like parental predicament, where something happens to the children, and she has to figure out where to seek assistance from. Yep. So she lived her life in like super urban Japan, could not make ends meet, and ends up just deciding, you know what, like... I can't raise myself and my family here. I got to get the fuck out and just restart all over again. So packs her bags and moves to one of the most rural countrysides in the Japan. Outback. Straight up just boondock. So, um, yeah. I remember. Do you remember that like house inspection scene yep. where like the real estate agent was just complaining and being like, yeah, you're not going to like this. It's kind of kind of this, this, that, that, that. And then the opposite look was on Hana's face like, this is great. I love it. We'll take it. Fuck yeah. Do you remember we- how difficult it was? I think was it was it for them getting um, a refrigerator delivered? Dude, it that that was a arc in of itself. That was dude, that that it was refri- a great the arc. refrigerator arc was fucking great. It was legit great. No word of a lie. Um but that's like the, we 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 say all these really mundane things, but that's the kind of extent of, you know, Hana trying to get her life together. Like she needs to go through all these little niggling but like actually like very consequential hurdles that stop her from living her life and stop her children from living like the and growing out of their childhood and becoming you know normal quote-unquote citizens of society because unfortunately her children aren't just regular children they're wolf children and so therefore it 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 becomes tough for them to find their identity they don't know in what sense that they're human they don't know in what sense they're a wolf and more often than not because of the fact that they're being raised by a single parent household in this case hana a single like a, a single mom also spoiler she's a human yeah she like they just don't really pick up on a lot of social cues they don't necessarily know like when's the right time to do certain things and so then you start seeing like two different paths one child who really wants to sort of like connect more with the human side and another child that's sort of you know getting a little bit more wild and breaking away from society and wanting to embrace the wolf side of their of their being because guess what this is the cornerstone theme of Mamoru Hosoda in the, general. Yeah, the and duality stu- of life. Right, and Studio Chizu. Uh, so, yeah, that kind of slice of life, but literally like a time lapse of progression from the kids growing up to the mom taking care to getting her acclimated and assimilated into the rural life that she now lives and how she interacts with all the other townspeople is just a journey, a life journey, literally. And yeah, and I like a lot of the picks that you had as well before, with like you know moms that had been, that taken up the responsibility because of unforeseen or unfortunate events. Hana, like every step of the way, gets dealt a shitty hand. 
no yeah. matter what. Like she just can't nail down a job. She can't find a place to stay. So she has to move out to the countryside. And then she has to deal with like the wildlife situations that are there. She doesn't know how to grow rice. She doesn't know how to plant vegetables. But then luckily, you know, there are people in her neighbor- neighborhood, I guess in the countryside, that actually offer assistance, either giving them like free vegetables or tips on how to, you know, plow the land to be able to grow grains and such. But at the same time, also balancing out you know how to become a parent and watching over her two rather rebellious children yeah and i think the other thing to to sort of say about hana in particular is that i don't think she's a very good mother in the very beginning and maybe even you would argue she's not a very good mother or she's a better mother but not a very good mother even in the middle of the movie didn't know how to be a mother but she is a very good person and i think by her being this very good you know person with like a very good personality and principles and values she then receives help from other people or when she encounters problems she kind of tackles it head on and tries to figure out ways to navigate and solve these issues without getting a handout or when it is a handout she receives it in kind but then also does something in return returns the favor and i think it's also that it's that upbeat that optimistic nature of her that actually kind of contributes to her being a quote-unquote bad mom because no matter how bad the situations are she always finds ways to be rosy or cheerful or look forward to things whereas her children are like no dude like life fucking sucks why are you so happy we're miserable but the mom is just like no like it's fine. We can make it through this. We can take it to the next step, and we'll be able to live our lives. And it's 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 that clash of that uh, wide-eyed optimism, despite living in like poor conditions, and kids who already bear the brunt of the sad reality they live in. I think that's what made the movie like so beautiful. Like you just constantly see the contrasts of one way of life versus the other, and like front and center of it is Hana. Because she she literally has to deal with both sides. She has to stay happy, but also deal with the shit that's thrown at her. And I think this is not just visually a very good-looking movie. Oh, they but, all are. All the Jesus stuff is really good. But everything about like the writing, the directing, and sort of just how everything gets pieced together to form a story, except for kind of it ends abruptly. Uh, and that's just my personal opinion. I don't know, Will, if you share that opinion as well. I forgot what we said about uh, I think the it, movie. I, I think the way it ended, it made sense. It made sense, but it felt like all of a sudden it's like, oh, it just ended. Yeah. I, I think like it, but it, on some aspects, it might have felt rushed. It might have felt like, oh, you guys just put together a couple things and this is how you choose to end the story. Like from a narrative perspective, I can see why they did that. Maybe like the could have spent a little bit more time dealing with like the, the the epilogue a bit more or actually gave a little more substance to it but i i, I guess it's the style i guess it's the yeah style that i think the, so the yeah. it was going for and I, I i really love the movie to bits so yeah hana is a top 10 mom for sure and will's top five number fifth pick so um it was it was tough to, like, originally and okay i i i've already said it before she originally didn't make the cut but then so how I, did she jump from not making the cut to number five? Because I balanced out the stuff that she did as a mother, 
in comparison to the other ones. And again, remember that, like, you know, with the way that I had stuff, she didn't necessarily did anything better than the previous five I did. It's just like she just happened to be listed here. And I have a, a lot more things to say about her, too. Um, the one that didn't make the cut, I'll go over in the honorable mentions. Well, I have a lot of things to say about my number four pick for top 10 anime moms, but it involves a girl who doesn't really know how to speak. It is the 20, mm, it is the 2016 movie directed by Yoko Yamada, produced by Kyoto Animation. It is Miyako Ishida in a silent voice, the mom for the main male character. So the best, really, I think, what really solidified this choice in my mind, even though the mom, I think she's a single mom, doesn't play a large role. I mean, a very large role within the story, but maybe not in terms of presence, right? I think... That is somewhat true. But what really like cemented my mind that she is the number four is there something happens. Let's just say something kind of tragic happens, but ends up being somewhat okay. And it the scene takes place at a hospital. And then there was a sequence of events that happen at this hospital, like some kind of arguments and some kind of essentially bowing your head down and it was of that moment really solidified in my mind that this mom is rock solid of course throughout the whole movie previously uh she is this mom that is very strong she's a hairdresser i think uh yeah and she really takes care of everyone and uh it is a mom that understands what her son is going through to a certain extent and deals with stuff in a certain mature way, but also understands that she is not the only parent that exists out there and she is not the only parent with a child out there that's going through some shit. And just because sometimes you're dealt a shit hand or some shit happened to you or and or your, your, your children does not mean that it's okay for you to act a certain way or for others to act in a certain way towards you. And she is such a strong parental figure. She's my number four pick. It's a very good choice, actually. I, I, I thought about it, too. But, again, it it was just hard to fit her in. There's a, there, there are a lot of choices to pick from, and she, she would easily be an honorable mention. I mean, again, she's another one of those, like, bid Delta shitty hand because she had a shitty husband who decided to leave. And, like, she has to raise two kids on her own. Like, we're noticing a trend here. <laughs> like, recently divorced or, like, widowed mothers and uh, having to raise children in harsh times. Yeah. Being a mom sucks. In anime, specifically. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say being a mom sucks, but sometimes being a mom is very hard oh no 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 it's very very hard god damn I, anime kids do not make things easy for their parents yeah with their like superpowers and crazy maverick their rebellious, rebellious nature or just straight up being you know imagine being the mother of a sundere Oosh. Oosh. unless if you're a sundere but i am so will what's your number four pick 
Number four. Uh, this is where it starts to get a little bit spicy. Um, oh, so number five wasn't spicy enough for you? You like Fruits Basket? Yeah, I love Fruits Basket. Wait, like which one? Kyoko Honda, man. The mom. The best mom in all the Fruits Basket. I know there are others. It's kind of the only mom, really. Right? Let, let's, be, let's be frank here. Ah, oh, man. We need to get around to watching the movie. Yeah, the prelude one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, We'll bro. get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. So, hey, who knows? Maybe after watching the movie, even but more who is, who's this her. character, Will? So she is the uh, the mother of the um, the main protagonist, uh, Toru Honda. Uh, and also, like, you know, well, mm. I think it's, mm. it's, it's, it's pretty safe to say because that's pretty much what the story starts off with. Uh, she's the late mother of Toru Honda. Yes. Right? So you're probably wondering then, right? Like, well, damn like she's not even around she's 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 passed away a while ago like why is she even like feature in this why is she relevant it's because the fact that a lot of this story is based on toru her upbringing and her way of just essentially maturing and becoming an adult that she still holds on to a lot of her memories or recollections of the interactions that she had with her mother uh kyoko and funny enough as well Kyoko's influence actually goes beyond just the upbringing of her own daughter, but also the people around her. Um, just very sweet, loving, caring, just like, what you would want to see in like the perfect role model, like as a, as a mother. I, well, she gave up the life that she was previously living yep. in order to live the life that she was currently living. And uh, it is a pretty large sacrifice, in my opinion, and a pretty dramatic shift as well. Straight up, her mom kicks some ass. Kicks a lot of ass. Literally, yes. But then, you know, decides, you know, this is it. Like, I got to toughen up, not for the streets, you know, but you got to toughen up for my daughter. And she gives up that past life and decides, you know what? If I'm going to be, like, the best in the streets, I'm also going to be the best for my daughter. And it, it's just, it was just so wholesome, so sweet. Like the, 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 even though she's not even there, you constantly feel that there is that loving embrace emanating from her on Taru. And that's kind of how Taru carries herself as well. Like, yes, she's a, like still ditzy, klutzy, but at the same time, like it's because of the fact that she had, had such a, a wonderful like mother figure, uh, you know, in her upbringing that, no matter like what happens, even when she's going through her life, dealing with all the problems of you know the friends and the associates that she 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 encounters, that she still finds ways to remain positive, remain upbeat, and a lot of that is just due to the influence of Kyoko. Also, props to uh, Honda's Toru Honda's like two other female classmates that are obviously in uh honda's life when her mom was still alive and uh including one of them has an especial relationship with the mom yep like it's it's in essence like they kind of like took on the responsibility of, of not just being like toru's closest friends but also Somewhat being like guardian angels, yeah, watching I, I, over her as well. Absolutely, because, because of the fact that like they they got to see what Kyoko was doing for Toru, and that influence was enough for them to be like, "Yo, like 
we got to keep this up. We we got to protect her at all costs. I mean, I think at literally at some point, the two girls were like, "We we uh, if fucking something happens to Toru, we're gonna fucking lay waste to everything on this planet." And then she's like, the other girls like, "Yeah yeah, like what is this even a question? Like why 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 are we having this discussion? It's useless." You gotta protect, and that's like the extent of like the the the, the relationship that Kyoko has, not just on Toru, but literally the people around her. Like, do you, they see how much of a good mother she is, so selfless and so caring that it also changes the way they act around not just Toru but other people too. So, you, I, I gotta give props to to Kyoko Honda. Like, she she makes top four. I'm 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 pretty happy with that choice. Now, for the only, the only mom on this list whose children is actually not her birth children, uh, featuring probably one of the most recent sensations to grace this planet, has two-part season two announced for 2023, a collab between Wit Studio and Cloverworks, manga published in English on Jump Plus Manga Plus, based on the manga of the same name by Tatsuya Endo. If you have not heard me repeat these couple of sentences over and over and time again, it is none other than Spike's family. Your Forger is my number three pick for uh, an, top 10 anime moms. There's just something about you not having... I mean, okay, listen. If it's your, like, birth like children there is like this kind of unwritten obligation or like kind of unwritten rule obviously that you are kind of obligated to take care of them or make sure that they're taken care of right but when it is of a surrogate when it is adopted or when in this case it is due to circumstances trying to hide the fact that um you are a family but you kind of are a family it kind of gives you like it in a very uh what how do i say this it's kind of condescending to say that but you get extra brownie points because you're working your ass off and you're you don't have to do it but you choose to do it anyways because you love one another and uh, if you happen to also be really bad at cooking which is kind of a, a a minus but then you're just really cute you're also really powerful and uh, you're just all-around nice person that just so happens to be a really good assassin. You get your forger. Yours great. Really great. Yeah. Didn't make my top 10. Yeah. Yeah. That the was fuck, actually... bro? Well, you'll see why. The next three are... like I, I, I really like your. I think that she is a very phenomenal mother figure and very protective of Anya. I mean, Anya, like anybody would protect her, but not to the extent that you would run faster than the cars that are on the road and kick windshields open just to be able to get your daughter back. God damn. Like, it's the the amount uh, of... Like, a surrogate daughter, technically. Just daughter in daughter. this case. Let's, why are you yeah, being, why are you being so pedantic? Just no, because... She takes that shit seriously. That just say daughter, mother. Like literally, I think at this point it's like we understand, of course, the whole premise of them literally like playing parts in this whole scheme. There's a fake mother, a fake daughter, a fake dad. Well, the dog's real as fuck, but you know, like 
in the end, like it's, like, I think they keep reminding this is not my daughter, but she is my daughter, and I have to protect this gem. And she debated yeah. killing so that her daughter can get into school. The fuck is that? Well, I mean, that's also because of the fact that her primary occupation is an assassin. Well, also, mom's got to do what mom's got to do. But damn, you know, like that's, crack some knuckles and get her daughter into the that's, great school. That, you know? that that's that's you know parental like commitment and dedication right there. So also, she's kind of a ditz, but she's kind of cute, really cute actually. Yeah, I, I think like the ditz part like plays well. I think in the end, like she's just a young adult woman who, like you know, on the outside just is actually quite shy. Right? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Especially, like, in her, like, quote-unquote day job, you know, like, she she's just seen as someone who just doesn't date, doesn't marry, doesn't, you know, get, you know, just, just, just doesn't get along with, you know, any male counterpart. And it's, like, it's like the main goss in her, in her office. Yeah, and but, I just find yeah. it really funny that, like, she psychs herself out all the fucking time. Be like, no, 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 but really, mm, mm, mm. does it really mm, kind of maybe not and stuff? And it's just uh, because we all overthink. We all get paranoid. It's just extra cutesy when uh, Yor does it, though. Your Forger does it. It's just rock solid. Yeah. Excited for season two. Good pick. Good pick. <clears throat> so uh, now we're into the end game for me, right? Top I, three. I started mine yeah. already. You had a pretty strong pick, but unfortunately, when going up against these three, it was kind of tough to even mention yeah. Your Forger. Yeah. Um, I gotta go with uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Joestar. Okay. Also known as Lisa Lisa. Okay. A mom so kick-ass they named her twice. I'm sure someone. I'm sure this is the first time I've heard that tagline used before. Yeah. Snarky. What about her? Snarky. What about her? You're just salty because you didn't have her on your list. Because uh, she's fucking awesome. Kicks ass. I think she probably beat your Forger, actually. She didn't make the list, bro. Yeah, I'm saying. And she's based off of a Street Fighter character that was my main Street Fighter character for Street Fighter 4. But she's also based off of a real-life singer named Lisa Lisa. True. It's like, Which is probably no, where the main inspiration's from. I think both. Mm, Araki's more sort of like music focused. No, as, a, in, a, a as, as, as in the character Rose was based off of Lisa Lisa. Yeah. 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 So influences beyond the manga and the anime itself into but, video but, games but, but yeah lisa lisa is fucking awesome she's hot she's so hot even her own son wants to bang her well until she found well mm. yeah <laughs> yes technically true that that sentiment was technically expressed in in the anime yeah so, yes so i mean obviously you got to be you know in top three for me. No, in, in general, it's just because... Dude, she, she kicked Nazi ass. She fucking destroyed vampires. Strongest female protagonist in the game. In the Can't, game? Yeah. In the straight JoJo game, dude. Okay, I see. You nice know? save. Good save. What are you talking about? No, no, it's fine. Don't worry about what, it. What's save? Lisa Lisa's good. You're Lisa just, Lisa's great character. Wow, you're being real snarky. Goddamn, what's wrong with you? Nothing, bro. What, just because I didn't have your in my list? Nah. Right? Come on, man. Nah. Right? That's not why I'm angry at you. What? Angry? What, you, you, you were actually angry at me? No, I wasn't. Okay. But... See, this is where... I, I, I told just you. A I, little, told, I told you. There's always going to be people who uh, object to certain people's lists. But just a little disappointed because my number two pick was Hana from Wolf Children. That's all. It's just... It's fine. Why, is, why would that be disappointing? 
No, because it was your number five. But I've already told you that my list doesn't actually have a ranking. I understand. Yeah. But she almost didn't make the list. Yeah. So. But your forger got out of the list because of her. And I would say that the ones I have on my list, I'm pretty happy where they are. I mean, I'm pretty happy about my list, too. And I'm sure a lot of people, including you, might might have bones to pick with some of them. So it's fine. Uh, but as we went off a bit on Hana already, she is my number two pick. But, you hold, but but clearly, like you, you put thought into this by actually ranking them too, right? So, well, also to be fair, I think your forger, Hana, and my number one pick was deliberate sure, in that pretty order. Sh- pretty sure, I think we both have the same number one because I don't really see how it could be anyone else. But yeah, let's just make sure when we get there that it's the exact same one. <laughs> Yeah, if, if if it turns out to be wrong, goddamn, goddamn, fucking, <laughs> fucking tables need, will be flipped. We need to pause the fucking recording and like compare notes again to see where we faltered on this. But anyways, yeah. so but the, but I, I understand, of course, it's like I already talked about Hannah. We talked about Hannah and all that too, right? But like the fact that you've had her as number two, which like for you because you actually ranked them, that's fucking high acclaim. So what 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 was it for for Hannah for Wolf Children? That like literally set herself so far apart from everyone else that was below her. I think it was due to the movie's portrayal of her journey as a mom, you know, and that movie was directed in such a way that you can really see her progress to the person that she is at the end of that movie and being content at that point at the very end of that movie it's not the end of her life but it is the end of that movie and you can really see even with abrupt ending pacing issues of the ending aside the fact that you look at her and you look at where she was at the beginning of that movie and you cannot at least i can't you know feel anything else but proud and and like emotional that she she did it yeah, in in many ways, she she she's she accomplished her goals. It's not the end of the road for her, but like she did it. I don't know how else to really say it. I think as well, it's like you know, in terms of like the the previous mothers that we talked about too, where they they do go through like struggles, they do go through a lot of obstacles to be able to perform their duty as a mother. I think with the way that Hana is portrayed in the movie, it's it's just real shit. It's just real life shit. It's actually very easy for for you and I. Okay, fine. We're never going to bear. Ne- we will we'll never bear wolf children, right? Yes. That that part, of course, I'm not saying is a realistic part. But the fact that like you know you suddenly become widowed and you have to look after two children on your own in the big city where you don't know anybody, and then all of a sudden you decide to move to the countryside and start your life all over again. But by starting all over again, you're also starting to be a mother for the first time too, and to balance those two things together, like. And she still manages to raise them. They, fuck, dude. Yeah, and I think like all the other moms that I picked, and that Will picked, where the moms were kind of thrusted in this situation that they had to basically woman up and be the parental figure, be the mom. This Wolf Children movie showed that was the whole movie showing all of it. Whereas other ones was like either parts of it not saying that they were insignificant but here it was pretty much a hundred percent this is hana's journey from beginning to end i know it's called wolf children 
but really it's, it's about, about Hana. Hana. And literally any situation that she had encountered, I would wager that like any of the mothers or so-called mothers in our list, if they encountered those situations, they crumble. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to, you know, fester up the courage and the optimism to keep carrying forward. But no matter like what dice are thrown or like how much shit's thrown on her or what card she's dealt, she just does it. She just like fine because she has to. She has to. It's her duty, and she sticks by it, which is like phenomenal. Yeah, and because I don't see all the other stuff that happened with all these other moms on these on the list, not not so, to say, of course, it's like they have to do those things in order to be comparable to Hana, but it's just no. That, but we just, saw it in it. the movie. We saw it in the right? movie. So Hana did it. So so we saw the parts that she faltered to get to where she was at. So that was it. That's my number two pick. Yeah, very, very good pick. And I think, like, of course, if, if I actually had spent time, like, rearranging the orders and all that, who knows? Maybe, like, one mother would be on top of the other and all that. Um, but that's the way it goes on my side. Um, so, number two for me. Uh, oh, man. Probably the, the most attractive of the list for me. Uh, comes <laughs> comes from Ranking of comes Kings. Comes what? Comes, yeah. Comes from yeah. Ranking of Kings. Mm-hmm. You see, when, when, when two adults... You know, come together. Wait, we're adults. Maybe not by brain age, but yeah, know. maybe not by brain age. Because goddamn. So back on ranking of kings, Hilda, Queen Hilling. It's not called Hilda. Hilling. Uh. Well. She, okay. No. 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 To yeah. be fair, I'm less acquainted with ranking of kings. I just remember it was H I something. So Hilling Hilda. It, it, it's, yeah, it's 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 her. It's Queen Hilling. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, it's funny because she's a healer, so healing. Was that really intentional? Come on, man. Most of the time with these kinds of names, you would imagine that the writer was like, ah, that's the big brain there. That's that. That's what we're going to call her. That's the ridged brain, right? Not the smooth brain, right? Ribbed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, she is actually God. a legit Oh, fuck. I forgot about her. Shit. She is so hot. God, her and her pointy nose. I don't know. <laughs> this is probably like the one other one which is like, yeah, this is a bit more on like the the, the, the milfy the, the, side. The, the milfy side. But at the same time, no, like this, this she's also like a very like the, the thing I liked most about her, and I think you might might agree as well, is when you first like encounter her. Oh, you as try a not to best to spoil because know? I have not she, finished she, it. She 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 comes off as like a real bitch. Yeah. She's just straight asshole and it's because of the relationship she's the wicked stepmother man yeah and that's and, and that and, you know you, you talked about like your being like a surrogate mother and like even then she still has unconditional love for anya as if it was her own you know her own blood right in this instance because of the fact that there is obviously no relation between the two other than the fact that you know boji is the son of her now deceased husband that what happens in the beginning of the movie and then the beginning of the series she just decides to be cold and distant she just ha- just does not want anything to do with him because well he's he's deaf doesn't speak just, just is not fit to be you know next in line for the throne but her own biological son who is a stoic, prodigy right right stoic strong can do everything right well mannered he should be the one to take the throne but as the story starts developing, and uh, this is the part where I'm not going to say anything else, because yeah, yeah, that, that uh, would just yeah. be spo- and I think th- this one I will not spoil because 
damn, like it only came out like in the last year. So what I will say is what may seem like something can be in reality something else completely. That's all I'll just say. I think the character design was perfect too because it's like the way that she looks, you look at her and be like, wow, you are a callous bitch. Like you are awful. You're evil. I teared up at certain spots. It let's was just say. Yeah. Very, very much just when, when you start seeing her true colors and what she actually is as a mother to, you know, Boji and also just 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 her own children in general, right? Like and she's so hot. <laughs> um I'll stop finding over number there. two good mom pick. Very good. I really oh, I feel bad I forgot. But would she, but, but even if you remembered though, would would she have fit in top ten? Would she have squeezed in? I somehow? think here's the thing. The problem is because I didn't finish all of I, I was like three quarters past ranking of kings. I'm pretty sure that there would be things that I would have watched and then would have con- definitely convinced me otherwise. But I guess it was just one of those rules where, like, I wasn't sure. And so, therefore, it's just better to leave it, right? Right. I get that. I completely get so, that. So, but, uh, but when you said, you I know. I mean, that's also part of the reason why you didn't have Lisa Lisa in your list, right? Yeah. Because you're, you're only, like, halfway through the, the whole saga that is JoJo. But I have to say that that was a very good pick. Wow, I actually completely forgot. She should have, she would have been on the list, but maybe not top five. But she would have been on that list, and only because not in the not in like the top four or three because I I I didn't finish it yet. So very good pick, Will. So uh, we have gone through all nine of our top ten anime moms. So, funny enough, before we got into the break, we did say, like, oh, there's probably going to be, like, two, maybe three that will cross over in the top five. Um, so, we had Hana that crossed over, right? Because you and I both had Hana. You and I both had Clara Magnolia. But I didn't count Clara at that time. Yeah. At the you, break. I said Clara yeah. was a given. Yeah. But so far, like, it's been quite varied. Like It's only did... one so far. Yeah. I think this is the one where, for sure, you and I have the exact same character for best mom this mother is from a manga series let's say the manga series together right wait wait, the english one english wait three on three two one okay okay three two one erased Erased. there There we go go. yes (laughs) so based off i was so scared if we got i was really scared when especially when you said like earlier you were like but what if we don't get i was like no, don't do this fucking will. Don't please don't fucking do this. I think we pretty much wrote this whole list together just, separately. Just so, just, just so that we can put her on the number one list. I, at least that's what I thought. This is this is it. We we this both it. we both get to shill for Sachiko. Yeah. From Erased. Do you do you have Fuji to... Numa? Yeah. Uh from Erased, also known as Boku Dakega Inai Machi, based off of the manga series of the same name by Ke Sanbe, who did the story and the art. Manga is completed with seven volumes, 49 chapters. The manga is published in English as Erased by Yen Press uh, since uh, February 2017. The anime, which is finished and completed, by the way, so there is no like second season, or thank God that there won't be, there shouldn't be. Uh, the anime premiered in winter 2016, produced by A1 Pictures. We're giving the full credit because this is an amazing mom. It looks, and also, I mean, A1 Pictures too. Come right? on. You, what 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 more do you want? This, is the, this you, is the best mom in all of anime. Whatever you say about the manga adaptation and the anime adaptation, I can even give that to you, no problem. Uh, 
if you want to say like certain plot elements or certain characters, whatever, fine. Okay. But let's just give a shout out to the the, the Fujinuma the, yeah. Okasan. It, it, it's, it's just it's gonna. It, like, you literally have to fight us to find a mom even better than Sachiko. When all okay. I, I, if you have not seen Erased, and the fact that we have just announced our number one pick in unison almost, I feel that we should not spoil, just so that if you are curious, you should check it out. But I think that earlier when Will said, when others would encounter, like other mothers or parental figures encounter the same equivalent situation and they would crumble... I think pretty much anyone I know that goes through what happened in Erased for the mom would just crumble, period. I, I think, like, in terms of, like, the, the hallmarks of a good mother in anime, like, the three words that usually come up are, like, loving, caring, and, like, just... Like, protective, protective. maybe. Protective, yeah. The one quality that she has that, that separates her from the rest of them, though, is dedication, like straight Bro. up, like that—that's as far as I can say without spoiling anything. Now we're not trying to say that other a- fictional two D anime moms do not bear the same characteristics, or that real life mothers do not have the same level of dedication and love and affection. No, 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 no. But this is an extremely good example of, in my mind, and confirmed by Will as well, how ideal of an anime mom she is she is extremely smart she uh is very attuned and sensitive to kind of getting like a sixth sense almost she is very aware of the situation that she's in and she does so many things that i think are just straight up like badass mom og gangsta mom and I don't mean it in like a hood sense. I mean it in like she's just straight up MVP. Like if you check she's, under, she's, she's the goat. <laughs> if you grab the GAP dictionary, which we have a lot of definitions, and you go under anime mom, yeah, we should start publishing that soon. We should publish it. We, we we should start earning some dough for that. Uh, her picture would be under anime mom. Would our dictionary have pictures? Should we? We just have a whole yeah. Actually, why not? Why not? Yeah, let's have pictures. In we make the fucking rules. Yeah, why not? Wait, does anime and manga involve images? Damn, are we I know. Gonna... I know. Dictionaries also involve words. That's gonna be a thick ass fucking like dictionary. Oh, and man. she's thick as fuck. I'm just kidding. No, she's... <laughs> yeah, she, she, is. She, she is. She is. She hot. She hot. She great for that. Her lips though is a bit. Really? It's a bit. Uh, it's a bit. I like them lips. And that wraps up no, our does, top ten it, it, list. It, it, it does Holy not. shit! It, it does not. No, no, I, that wraps up our top ten list. I, no, I, are we are we done on 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 Sachiko already? Man, I thought we were gonna go a bit more on her. Well, we can't really spoil it, right? <sighs> to be honest, and to when be fair, yeah. and when we lavish so much praise already, without going into spoilers, it's kind of meaningless in that in a sense, right? Like we're beating a dead horse in that sense. I. <sighs> Oh, you you definitely can go on and have the, the last word. The, the for sure. last thing I want to say then would be: this is a woman that I think, above all the others, 
is fearless in a life and death situation. There are others that probably would be able to put up a good fight, but like, no, this person, that's what I meant to like her extent of dedication. Like she would put herself in that deep end to be able to, you know, maintain her, her role, her duty as, as a mother. And like, nothing else like she's she's just number one og mvp goat goat. so no debate for our side no i'm not gonna spoil anything i'm just gonna be very cryptic so the main male character something happens to him and due to the dedication of his mother okay when all when there should not have been hope like i'll be honest i'll be straight like in that situation, it was in many ways a fool's errand. Just, just game over. Like, why are you even like you're beating a dead horse? Like at this any, point. any, any normal person in my mind, any rational person would have just been like, well, just forget they it. They would just, have run out of steam. They would have like just like not had the patience and the dedication to keep going anymore. They would just have felt this is futile. But no, the mom in a raised fucking did not lose hope did not give up and here's the best part the moment that all her efforts bore fruit she didn't really like go like crazy in terms of like happiness and everything she just played it somewhat cool she still showed she's just a straight up cool ass mom she's just like that's it yo how's it going how's it going (laughs) what's up oh cool all right, see ya. <laughs> and and then go behind closed doors and start sobbing like a like, like the like it's like you're like it's raining. But you know, hey, badass. <sighs> Damn, I I could I could rewatch Erased again. That was, that was a that was a really good series. I mean, hot. This is the GAP Bros hot take is that I don't think Erased, the anime is as bad as people say it is. I think yeah. I think the the main reason why is because. You know, in, in comparison hella, to the hella spoilers, but in, yes. in comparison to the manga, that's literally it. Also, uh, another thing is that uh, Fujinuma Okasang is responsible for probably one of the most emotional breakfasts I have ever seen, ever in an anime, without any shadow of exaggeration or doubt. Like. I don't even know how is it possible for breakfast to be that it's teary her, eyed it's, in your. In, in, it's her smile, dude. Her smile, that sweet smile. Uh, uh, it's just, and I, I get that too. It's not like she plays off that cool exterior. No, it literally, she's just like, does not break a sweat. Always calm. Just you know, you, she just looks at you and you feel safe, right? She gives you that loving embrace just by her smiling and looking at you. God, like. That, she doesn't that, lose her cool, but she also actually still has emotions. Like, I'm not – I know this sounds kind of weird, but, like, it really is like that. It's like I'm still human, but I'll try my best to not act out because the moment I act out is when things start becoming unraveled. And if I don't keep it together, everyone else is going to come unraveled as well. But what is not unraveled and what is on lock is her – and I will say it again – Sachiko Fujinuma is the top one goat anime mom for the GAP Rose Rumble. 
And that concludes our top 10 list. But, Will, do you want to do any honorable mentions, maybe one or two? I think one and- that we, we talked about off-air, and like uh, when I mentioned that like I was taking her off the list, um, uh, Zenith, Zenith Greyrat from, from Jobless Reincarnation, Moshoko Tensei. Tensei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, again, because that anime is so new, I don't think we should mention too much into spoilers, but I do think she's not only a MILF, but she is also a very good mom that due to certain situations when she could have, let's say, been a not-so-great person, especially in the first season, and she in many ways has every right to do what she could have done and chose not to, that's when you know that she's a real mom and, like, a very understanding of the situation and predicament, right? Do you know what I'm roughly trying yeah, to allude to? Yeah, I, I get it. And I think that that takes that's props and that takes guts, honestly. Um, I would say one of my, I have a lot of honorable mentions. Uh, I would just mention two real quick. Uh, Mommy uh, Hori from Hori Mia, uh, Yuriko Hori. She has a relatively minor role in the anime. And places very fluffy kind of mom. Let's just say that in the manga, they expand on her present person as well as her past a bit. And in the manga, she has an extra level of depth that you won't see in the anime, which is unfortunate. But she's a very good mom in general. But I would say the mom with the least amount of screen time, but with the highest amount of impact per minute or per second or per panel is from blue period marie Ah. yaguchi because she is the mom that eventually convinces her son to go back to art school and there is a scene that is very very early on in the manga and very very early on in the anime that i think was done superbly and was just a very good encapsulation of a mom being a very good and understanding mom. One one um, honorable mention that I have, and to be honest, like it, it is quite a controversial one. Yeah. Um, you watched Promise Neverland, right? Hmm. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Isabella. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's no. Obvi- yeah. Obviously, yeah. it's like again with a caveat because. None of those are her children, but also heavy spoilers you know, potentially as well. But uh, I, mean, they, I mean, like she she works in an orphanage, right? And They're, she is kind of a there's a cat and mouse game, mind games being played in all of season one. And like I, I just I just like the, the way her character developed, but at the same time, like I understand that you know a lot of the stuff that she does, you know, throughout the series might be un- unforgivable, yeah. but at least as understandable, I guess to a certain degree. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, surprisingly, well, almost all, maybe barring one or two of my top 10 picks have been very parental, wholesome, maternal, affectionate, but I would let you know that there is a hidden list of what moms you would bang. If you reverse this docket, this digital docket, there is a bunch of just anime moms you would of just degenerate moms and degenerate picks of moms 
So um, you can check that out in another AD, I suppose. Yeah, I guess you will never know until you know. But that ain't today. I think that pretty much wraps it up then, right? I think, like, I mean, I've got other ones, like Jessica Randy from Banana Fish. I've got Kurumi from uh, Disastrous Life of Psyche K. But, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. no, no, it might as well. I mean, we, we have time, no, right? No, it's, well, it's just that, no, you know, like, for real, though. I, I just liked Kurumi because she's a ditzy mom, but also Karen. Right, from Banana Fish? No, 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 uh, Jessica Randy from uh, Banana Fish. Uh, that one, she's, no, she's cold-blooded, fucking, like. Fucking kill you. So she's one of the only female characters in all of Banana Fish, basically. Pretty much. Okay. But I mean, I mean, like it makes sense, you know, with Banana Fish being a very, very like male centric cast. Um, just watch the series. I, I, I really like Banana Fish. I, I know it's not always like going to be like everyone's cup of tea, but I think it's worth a watch for sure. Oh, since we are wrapping up on honorable mentions and the episode, I feel the need to at least mention one milf. That did not make the cut and will never make the cut, but everyone obsesses about it. So uh, if you've oh, heard of yes. the show, Do You Love Your Mom and her two hit multi-target attacks, uh, Mamako Oski. Listen, she does her pouty face. It's, it's a, a very well-known anime meme now. Sure. If you like Milf Isekai, then you like if Milf you Isekai. Like, it's literally called Milf Isekai. So, or, so what do you want, right? I totally get it. I thought that for me, it just wasn't too strong of a choice to pick. And um, also, it's too obvious of a pick for me. Not saying it's a wrong pick or anything. It's just too obvious for me. I got to say, I think the, the the one pick that kind of surprised me from your side was Android 18. I did not expect you to have anything Dragon Why? Ball at all. I, I don't Why? Because she's a Kudere. Well, I, I, think also. It was, I think it was just because, like, it's not that I never really hear you talk about Dragon Ball is just well. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that. But you know, when when you explain it that way, being a Kudere mom, okay, yeah, no, that, that that checks out. I think Android 18 was one of those characters that really was in the very early days of Jason's anime history, so it's kind of left a mark. Let's just say, right? And uh, she really does become more than just a Kudere or an android. She actually becomes an actual well-developed character. Yeah, um, in, in the process of putting together this list, of course, I was just looking around. It's like, oh, like what do other people feel? Like, are there top anime Oh, moms? yeah. You you want to get into some of those picks? Because, like, obviously, it's not too hard to Google top 10 anime moms and see what other people have to say. The one that kept on popping up was Delia Ketchum, <laughs> Ash's mom. I don't really remember much about her. It's just, I mean... Every time he goes in, you know, is a little oh, adventure. It's so just, just because he's the best, the best that ever was, so then she's the best mom, the best that ever was? I suppose. And also because, you know, she's constantly getting porked by Professor Oak, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, that's that's been, and that was that was like the observation I saw. It's like, what the fuck are people talking about? Why? Like, I, I, okay. Also, do you like Naruto's mom? Yeah, I I guess. But at the same time, it was like... A lot more of the focus was put on his dad. Yeah, and I thought but like it, the it, mom just wasn't that good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad character, obviously, but it just wasn't that great of a character in my mind, right? Um. So, Will, there were two picks that I purposely did not include in any capacity, but since I just remembered, I might as well tell you. 
let's say that there is a very well-known parent that dies in the earlier parts of Tokyo Ghoul. Oh. I wanted to include her as a troll pick, but it's like a half-half, like a half-genuine, half-trolly. Yeah. The other one was because I didn't know – I didn't have enough, which was um, Torfin's mom. I did not have enough for me to put her on the list. There's not enough going off for her either. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have put her on the list either. But, but I mean, she seems, at least from what I saw, to at least be like, oh, yeah, you have, okay, really, like, strong, both in terms of physical strength and resilience. Seems like it, it would work out, right? But I didn't watch enough or have enough evidence for me to put on the list comparatively to everyone else, so... That's uh that's all I've got for the time being. Uh, stay tuned for next year's Valentine's when we go over this next Rose Rumble. Obviously, uh, we'll figure something out. Probably we might even have another one in between there sometime. I don't know. We'll see, right? We'll have to see. Anything you want to ask, Will, before I go into show notes or say? Not really. I'm, I'm just looking at like other people's top 10 lists. Um, there are people who are making an argument for Carla Yeager from Attack on Titan. Well, while you go see what everyone is saying is their favorite anime mom, you can hear me do the housekeeping because I am the podcast mom here. You can always reach us through our email, gapallet at gmail.com. That is G-A-P-A-L-E-T-T-E at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word. We can also use the handle at PalletGood. That's capital P and capital G, all one word. Thank you to our new followers. Uh, I can't remember the several of you on the top of my head, but thank you for uh, adding us uh, and checking in on us. We added you and followed you back. We should be in contact and chat, see what's up. You can also, if you want to, also join our GAP Discord. We are trying to be more active on that front as well as on Twitter uh, and on the website for that matter, which I will give you right now is www.goodanimatepalette.com, all lowercase, all one word. Music credits for this episode. For the first time in a long time, we finally have music credits for After Dark. The, our intro music for this After Dark is 3XQ by Baron Grand. Uh, we do have a break music, which is Botai by Oi. And our outro music is I Don't Mind, the instrumental version by Particle House. You can support the music artists that we feature by listening to them on Spotify, Apple Music, or other various music listening platforms. And our royalty-free music was provided by Epidemic Sound. And if you're interested in using their services, you can sign up using our referral link in the show description. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Well, what has your uh, report and research unsurfaced? Uh, well, for the most part, some of them are like usual suspects. There's ones that are calling for um, Chi Chi from Dragon Ball Z, the mother of. Uh, wait, wait, wait. As in, as in, like Vegeta's wife. Uh, the mother, <clears throat> excuse me, the mother of Gohan Goten. Oh, never mind. Yeah, no, no, but I know which one you're talking about. Uh, there's a really Wait, fucked up Bul pick. Bulma, Bulma is the one I was thinking about. Yeah, sorry, that's, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. other one that was also on the list. There's a lot of Dragon Ball ones. Uh, Belmere, uh, from uh, from from One Piece. 
I I I, I yeah. won't know. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, she, to be fair, she is a kick-ass mom. Like, but... like no offense there. Like I I actually don't know. There's one that is incredibly spoiler. I'm not gonna say it, but I'll show it to you. It's actually a really fucked up pick. I don't like that pick personally. It's, it's, it's fucked up. It's I, really fucked no, up. No, no, because that goes against actually everything that we have been talking up to this point. We're not gonna say anything because we don't want to spoil anything. We don't. Also, we don't want to advocate for this pick whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Anything else that stands out? I'm surprised. We mentioned one piece in this episode. You mentioned Naruto several times this episode. There's also a no one from Bleach well. though. There, there was there was one. Um, I need to pull that one up again. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, from the big three, there there was a, a a Bleach pick. Just need to pull up her name. Her name is. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah uh, Yui Ikari from Evangelion was also there too. Mm-hmm. But honestly, no. That that's just a fucked up anime. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I thought about as, like, because here's the thing, Will. There, I think, are a lot of good motherly choices that are from the genre of Slice of Life. The problem with that is that usually when they are good Slice of Life moms, there is nothing particularly that stands out, but nothing that is of warning signs either. It's just, like... Very plain, like simple, chilled out, comfy mom, right? And uh, uh, like for example, like well, uh, there was one that was coming to mind that was from a slice of life. I mean, there's plenty, really. That was like kind of comedic, also kind of hot. They play up that angle, but there just wasn't anything like interesting that I can be like, oh yeah, legit solid mom right here. But yeah, well, are you just gonna? Yeah, I I found the 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 bleach pick. It's Is it a, a spoiler? No. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's just. Well, let me see. It's it's mm, it's Ichigo's God. mom, but like right, you, okay. you need to actually watch the to whole really series. know. Yeah. I don't even remember her. There were a lot of people from. Okay, there's like. Um, yeah, we're doing this live, Suki. so there you go. Yeah, there's also um, Suki Uzaki from Uzaki Chan wants to hang out, which I'm not watching. I'm not watching that. Apparently, the mom in Dororo is there, too, but I don't really remember her at all. I don't remember her either. Um, I thought the mom... What, what? There was also um, Emma Spring from Astro Lost in Space. Yeah, I mean, she's a rock-solid mom, but she wasn't... I don't know about that her one, either. Her, her impact was nowhere near as, as, as noticed, you know, compared to the other ones that we've listed. Yeah, I mean... And that's not to like you know demean her or anything. It's 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 a tough list. Hey, it's hard being a mom, and it's also hard to be on any GAP top ten list. Oh, what about uh, Yoshie Harabatake, um, the mother in Aho Girl? That also made a, a top ten list. I have to say that's a pretty good pick. That's the best pick that was made of the ones that you mentioned, right? So hey, I mean, again, like it's it, it's a, it's a tough list, but you know, everybody has their own criteria, their own ways of putting together. If if people do decide to put these lists together themselves, well, I don't know. Why don't you guys you know put together your own top ten lists, share it with us, and then we can you oh, know oh yeah, talk about it. and uh, equal fairness and treatment. Listeners, do not fret. We will definitely have 
top 10 anime dads. Best boys and husbandos. Uh, I can guarantee you the... Spoiler alert, the father from Sheltered, the music video, is going to show up in some capacity. <laughs> you better best... That counts? <laughs> you better best fucking believe it. If fucking... one Okay. Spoiler alert for one of my uh, work colleagues. I don't think she will ever listen to this episode. Maybe. I don't know, actually. She bought tickets for Porter Robinson. Okay. In Taipei. Cool. Awesome. And I was like, w- why Taipei? It was like... Because going to Japan was too expensive. And when I heard that statement, I had to do a double take. I'm like, you're telling me that, okay, money is obviously a factor. But Porter Robinson in Japan, though. I mean, in Japan, though. To Kyoto. Be fair, to be fair, Taipei is also quite weave, but... No, no, no I get, know, I, I'm, not, like... I'm not trying to say anything about our, our friends and colleagues that are in Taiwan. We actually do have some friends, but... The the you would you would you would imagine that like the most weeb DJ producer there is you would go to Japan. Japan. Am I wrong in that assessment? To be fair though, but I'm not it, the one going. It, I'm not the one might, paying. It might right? actually have been just super expensive. It probably that, 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 is. That's no, probably no, 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 no. It is. It is. She said. She said as such. But that that's a fun time. I mean, I saw Porter Robinson when he was in um in 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 Jakarta, and that was that was wow. I don't so like go- I don't like going to concerts. You probably would have enjoyed seeing this though. Maybe not in the crowd itself, but like the display and the animations he was using. Uh, there were a lot of weebs there. There was a lot of cosplay. I mean, it was a music festival. I believe too. it. It was a music festival, but like there were so many other artists, but there were people you knew that just went there just to see Porter Robinson. Hey. You watched Anohana and then was like, yo, I want A1 pictures to fucking do my music video. And that's your reason? That's legit as fuck. That's all I got to say. My, yeah, dude, my guy literally is like, I cried so much watching this series. Can you please make a music video for me where make I make other people cry? Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Dude, we got you. I, I just like it how they're just like, the execs are like, oh, okay, so you're this up-and-coming DJ. So what are you envisioning for the music video? And they're like, so do you guys want to know about the April flowers and they're like what the fuck are you talking about porter robinson and they're like no no hear me out so a1 pictures what the sauce it's like no no not that sauce but yes like the sauce is um i'm just gonna keep going until we end this uh recording but um yeah then they were like why though but who gives a shit about weebs and then she he was like well if you understand several years into the future anime would be so popular that it would be number one on the 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 number the u.s billboard charts for sim rumbling huh well let let me tell you something uh the anime is gonna come back with a banger of mammoth titanic proportions will why aren't you pressing stop because i'm just gonna keep on having this monologue the music and now video currently has 73 million views shelter right yeah what is Medion up to these days uh he's, he's still doing his own thing but man oh man i might rewatch that music video again anyways i think well, wait, did porter yeah. robinson release new music videos that are anime centric right? yeah he did another one as well i um, forgot i i remember i watched it i just don't it wasn't as obviously but it's shelter it's it's so hard to like top that <laughs> it's a fucking amazing song an amazing music video too but yeah uh, we, we've kind of derailed a bit we don't need to talk about porter robinson anymore um i think this is a good time 
So thank you for listening to our top 10 list for best anime moms. And our tirades for the past 10 minutes or so. Yeah. So um, if you like anime moms or if you like Porter Robinson. Or if you, you like know, After Darks. Yeah. Share this episode with your friends because we're going to be planning to do a lot more of these. Uh, and, of, of course, as Jason already said, uh, we're not just looking into the women. We're also looking into the men as well. So if you are keen to check out our top picks for husbandos, best boys, dads, and all, just wait. We yeah. will have those for you ready. So, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Right? Wasn't that great, guys? Right? Right?